I'm joined by Jack. Jack. Hus- husband Jack. Husband Jack. And our little baby, our little daughter. Hello. Hello, you. Now, is she going to sit serenely as we sip tea throughout this podcast? Well, that's an experiment, isn't it? It's she's, an experiment. This she's is the just first turned one. four months old. Yes. So, and she has just discovered her voice. She has. Over the last month, so we'll see if she uh, can make it through a podcast. She takes great delight in just screaming. Not a scared or sad scream, but like a like a roller coaster scream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is the best way to describe it. Yeah. So we'll see how she gets on. But the joy of a podcast is I can edit out if it gets a bit too crazy in here. Yeah. So. And if she gets too, too bad, then it's my duty to yes. take her out and you'll finish Jack up. Jack will disappear and I'll finish up. So we haven't done one of these since May. Which is crazy. So basically what happened after May was I just got really pregnant um, (laughs) and didn't feel really up for doing much. It is safe to say that I watched a lot of uh, terrible TV, Mm -hmm. really. didn't. I kind of had this vision in my head that during that last bit of pregnancy, if I had the time, I'd be able to maybe do some more creative projects and explore some different things. But yeah. instead, it was just intense apathy and impatience. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, when she arrived, we decided... It was, like, all focuses on Oh, her. when Stephanie got here, yeah, there was no yeah. chance of... Again, yeah, I kind of... She's, she was due um, on the 14th of July, and we had her on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, in my head, thought, okay, so by end of August... <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll be able to do a podcast. <laughs> Absolutely not. Especially because our baby doesn't sleep, do you? Mm. No, you don't like to sleep. But that's okay, because you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't mind. But yeah, so we're going to kick things off. I have a little backlog of tea, so because I have some really wonderful people in my life, I got sent some teas Yeah. during pregnancy. Um, and this one isn't specifically for pregnancy or anything like that. It is just caffeine-free. So I don't even know what we're drinking today. You don't know what we're drinking? We're drinking the Redbush Earl Grey tea from oh, Tea okay. Lyra. Now, you've tried this, yes? yes? Yes. I've tried it. There's not much left, guys. <laughs> well, the thing is, during well during our break since mm. May, we got sent teas as gifts and all this sort of stuff. And we we did have... What, what did <laughs> Daphne's thoughts on the matter. Yes. We thought, you know, oh, we'd love to try that on a podcast at this. And then we were like, but we just want to try it now. Yeah. So, you know. We kind of knew that we wouldn't be podcasting for a while. And we were not going to deny ourselves tea that had been sent to us. But not like by companies or anything like that. Literally friends just being kind hearted. Um, this one came from Becca Felgate. Um, all the way from Canada. And T. Lyra, who made it, is actually a Canadian company. Ah. So I don't know if that's why she picked it. But... Um, well, she was in Canada, so she's I can imagine Canada. a lot of the teas that she'd pick up would be Canadian. Yes, you would. You would imagine. And it's <laughs> so good. So I'm going to... I've put it in um, a little teapot to infuse. So I'm going to go ahead and pour that now so Jack can at least have a cup of tea before he has to disappear with Daphne. So as I said, it's a red bush tea, Earl Grey. So what they've done is they've done how, how you'd make a normal Earl Grey black tea, which is they've added bergamot oil. Bergamot oil, darling. <laughs> like a hybrid yeah Daphne's got strong thoughts on bergamot oil um so yeah so it's it's, it seems like it's made the same way as old grey except for the base tea is red bush and it is not black tea Mm. and they've also added and I don't know if they taste of anything but they look really nice cornflower petals oh and um have you seen this Jack 
So they are. Are they blue? Blue. Well, they're yeah. kind of like a blue purple. You're gonna... in my hand. Look. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. It's nice. It's really We're nice. Have to, it's like almost like potpourri. Potpourri tea, everyone. <laughs> um, so that's what we're drinking. So I've poured it in the cup. Now the nice thing about red bush tea is that you can, if you would like, have it with milk. Mm-hmm. But I haven't put milk with ours because I, I generally like Earl Grey without milk, to be honest. So I can take it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> you just did a little burp. She just did a little burp. We're not giving... Daphne's not on the tea yet. I don't know if uh, you'd have even caught that on the mic. No, probably did, not. Yeah. yeah. Pardon not me. on the tea. Just tea through, through me, really. Pardon me. Um, so I'm going to give it a smell. And it smells so good. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I can tea. smell it already. I'm like above it because I'm like holding Daphne. It's like Redbush is a really warming, pleasant smell anyway. Like mm. it's it's very different to black tea and green tea and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Like it's got, but it's still quite hearty. And then you've got the Earl Grey smell mixing in with it. Yeah. It smells special. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a special cup. I'm going to have to get more yeah. of this when we run out. Is there a lot of caffeine in it? No, no caffeine. So that's the joy uh, of Redbush tea. So if you are um, after a tea to kind of replace black tea, so if you you know, you know want a cup of tea in the morning or that afternoon kind of pick-me-up or something, yeah. and you don't want black tea because you've, you're cutting out caffeine for whatever reason or you're trying to cut down caffeine, Redbush is a great choice because mm-hmm. it is that kind of same heartiness that you have with black tea and you can have it with milk. Yeah. So it still feels like you're getting that kind of cup. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's yeah. a mystery. It's a mystery tea. It's a mystery. Yeah. I don't know. It might yeah. be too hot to I drink. like the hybrid of Redbush and Earl Grey because mm. I like those both equally separate. Yeah, really the, good. I, I didn't even know you could mix them until I saw this. Mm. So. I've done it. I've had a sip. She's <laughs> <laughs> gone and done it. Gone and done it. <laughs> Can't stuff me. Oh, it's so good. It is like. Re- yeah, it's a really nice Redbush tea with the bergamot oil. It's an old grey red bush, Jack. <laughs> yeah, what, what, was what more can you say? I would like to have a sip, but I'm holding our doors for at the moment. Should so. we trade? I'll put my tea down. I'm wondering if I'll make Do you want to pass me the babe? Uh, here you go, darling. Come on. Turn over to mummy. Wee! <laughs> okay, she's like, this is your first tea party. How exciting. First tea party, first podcast. Yeah. yeah. But not a first live stream, though. She came on my live stream yeah. briefly the other day. Jack is making a cartoon and he's been live streaming the drawing of said cartoon. Yes, as much as I physically can. Yeah. It's <laughs> not a hindrance having to having a tiny family, baby. Anyway, yeah. 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 Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is lovely. Right. I, I, I think I've had like maybe two or three cups since we opened that. Yeah. When did we get it again? Um, Probably around May, actually. Yeah, I thought we got it like around the time that we thought, oh, no, it must have been after she was here because, oh no, it was when no, you... No, because Be- Becca sent it me because I couldn't have caffeine while pregnant. That's it. And because, as we all know, we've been in a global well, pandemic. Yeah, why didn't we record a podcast then when we got it? What? There must have just been a Just because of how I felt. Life, it how was, you felt. It was literally how I felt, even though there wasn't much, you know, we couldn't leave. I was very much like staying at home and not really going <laughs> close to that mic there. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. It is a good one, isn't it? Um, yeah, because even though we weren't doing much, I still, yeah, that apathy, that late pregnancy apathy kicked in with me quite royally. 
you and it was just weird it was a weird time it was like it was not what I imagined pregnancy to be like mm. there were so many like we're so lucky and fortunate and there's so many bonuses you know good things to uh, to see from the situation we found her in mostly I could nap whenever I wanted <laughs> but you know I thought I'd be able to see my family I thought I'd be seeing your family and mostly family you yeah. know I mean having uh, going we to already knew, yoga <laughs> yeah we already knew like that um having a baby for the first time would be a very interesting and different time of our lives mm. but then you compact that with this global pandemic going yeah. on at the same time it, this year I was so saying this strange. actually, it's funny because I was saying this the other day on the live stream that Daphne appeared, cameoed in. Um, the year for, for most people has been a horrible one. Mm. And for us, it was a diff, uh, like, we, we knew we wanted a distraction from the pandemic and we knew we had a distraction coming yeah. <laughs> in the form of Daphne. And the year was like, oh God, like, you're already feeling weird enough and then this pandemic's going on and this, that and the other. And then when we had her, it instantly became the greatest year of our lives. Yes. And it's hard to talk to other people who have had a more difficult time. Yes. So I found this on the street. Well, I mean, if we didn't have Daphne, we probably would have said this was a difficult time. Like, there's been some bad things happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, in our family and stuff. Yeah. But. But it's difficult to say because that moment. This came along, this awesome little tiny person came along, and it makes it all better. Well, that's the thing, like, not to get too too sappy on this podcast Ooh. but like seeing her come into the world was like l completely life changing yeah um, obviously it was but like it also hit me and it made everything all the nonsense of the world just go away and it hasn't come back that's no. the that's what so when i hear people really complaining about 2020 i completely sympathize and i understand what they're going through mm. and and it sucks but i'm like we got a daughter and it's amazing yeah. and like and the the horrible the almost horrible crux of it all is because of the pandemic we've managed to spend so much time together yes and i really treasure family. that yeah. so it's like one thing is i don't want to let this i'm not taking it for granted that's what no. i'm trying to get to and to make up for the fact that something like, yeah everyone the sucks everyone sort of that i've been talking to you sort of took from this whole pandemic and lockdowns wherever you are in the world um it's interesting it's something that like you know quite a few people in di that I know in different countries have all been sort of housebound. Yeah. Um, and it's it's kind of made everyone slow down and everyone take stock and mm. realise what's important. Um, so in amongst all this horrible stuff, there's there's been moments for reflection, hasn't yeah. there? Yeah, exactly. And you realise what, what is important in life. And then we have our ultimate reflection come into the world, who looks yeah. both like both of us. Yeah. <laughs> who reflects all this love and joy back to us. Well, she liked tea. We can only she's assume, a, yes. She's a coffee She's drink. a coffee drinker through and through. You can tell already. <laughs> um, I might, I know she's not really being fussy, but I might just go change her nappy. Yes, go for it. We haven't checked on it in a while. Not no. that she might have done something, but I figure she can come back in all Well, she just woke up from her nap, and that's our kind of routine, is as soon yeah. as she wakes up from the nap, we go, so go back change in, back her. Back in a jiffy. Toodaloo. Okay, well, I'll tell you a little bit more about this tea. I've made some notes. Oh yeah, we're getting organised. Getting organised, folks. Okay, yes. So this is so the redbush tea. Just a little bits, some little tidbits for you about redbush tea. So it's a South African tea, and this is. I think this company tries to buy 
directly from the source a lot of the time. Um, so this is indeed from South Africa um, and hasn't sort of like come through various different channels. I think they're quite responsible in how they do things. And I also looked up, so I always call it redbush tea and I wondered why I do that. <laughs> and I assumed it because I thought, um, the way I used to say it is rubois. Um, I'd assume rubois meant red redbush and that was just how it was, which is true. But apparently you pronounce it rooibos. So rooibos tea, which I need to get into my head and get myself saying. So rooibos tea um, and the English translation is redbush, which is where that's coming from. Um, yeah, so that's why, why I was saying it's just, it's a really good alternative to black tea if you don't want caffeine. And then the other thing I learned, which is I kind of knew, the tea plant is what qualifies something to be a tea. So technically, rooibos tea, redbush tea, sorry, that is so hard for me to say because <laughs> I'm trying to change the way I think it's pronounced in my head. Um, rooibos tea isn't actually really tea. It's more of an infusion or a tisane because it hasn't got the tea plant in it. Now, I find that really, in I always find like words and semantics really interesting because what means one thing to one person means something completely different to another, which is how you can like cause offense without meaning or how you could um, get completely misinterpreted in what you're saying, but also isn't it incredible that we can all understand each other. Um, and so the word tea to me means something infused in hot water. <laughs> I would draw the line at squash. I would say a squash, so if you're not from the UK, squash is like really concentrated sugary juice, but not fresh juice, um, that you then dilute with lots and lots of water and it just makes like a nice fruity drink. Um, and you can also do that with hot water. So I would have like a hot lemon squash or hot orange squash. I don't usually like hot blackcurrant squash because it reminds me too much of when I was little and a friend's mum gave me this paracetamol that was in a kind of blackcurrant powder and then she poured hot water in with it and she made me drink it because I was poorly. And I did not like that. <laughs> I did not care for the hot blackcurrant. So hot squash, I would say is squash, it is not a tea. However, if you are taking some fruit, like dried fruits, some leaves of a different plant and infusing them with water, I tend to generally say tea, so herbal tea. So Redbush tea is technically really a herbal tea, a herbal infusion, but I would still call it a tea. I just found that interesting. Let me know, are you a, a um, thorough, you must call a tea a tea and a tisane a tisane person, or do you kind of give them all the overarching title of tea and then subcategorize down from there? Let me know. <laughs> if, um, by the way, if you want to sort of like connect and get in touch and talk about what um, is being said on the podcast, I'm trying to be a bit more active on my Instagram now. Um, if you do follow me on Instagram, you'd have noticed before releasing the podcast, I started using it a bit more um, just as a, a fun thing to do. So yeah, you can find me on there. I'm at Pod of Tea and I kind of post stuff in my stories about the podcast and things like that. Um, so you can feel free to message me on there and let me know your thoughts or comment under the pictures and let me know your thoughts on there. Or there's other ways, other ways of communicating, but that's a, that's a good one at the moment, Instagram. So yeah, oh, I, did, I also wrote down the name of tea, which is, oh, no, I can't do it right. I'm gonna have to, I will come back to you guys. Next podcast, I will say the name of tea, like the tea plant on this, on this microphone, but I cannot do it right now because I'm going to murder it. I actually practiced <laughs> earlier today. I sat there practicing trying to say tea plant. <laughs> <laughs> but in the, is it Latin? Is it Latin the names that the plants come from? I'll do a bit of research around it and then maybe I'll do an episode 
um, about the tea plan and then I can pronounce it correctly. But um, today is not that day. So Google, Google the name of tea plant. Um, the other interesting thing I wanted to talk to you about is to do with T. Lyra, the company. So I thought that was just a really interesting name. In fact, actually, before I do that, I'm gonna have another sip of the T. Lyra Red Bushel Grey. Man, it's so nice. I could drink that all day. I really could. Mm-hmm. So yes, so I just thought T. Lyra was interesting. And I was like, does it, am I missing something? Like, is that one word? Because to me, it read as T and then Lyra. Now, Lyra, I associate now with my friend's daughter. So my friend had a little girl and called her Lyra. Um, I also, um, she was named after the little girl in the Philip Pullman book, Northern Lights. So that's what I think of as Lyra, it's like a name. Um, but underneath it, the tagline is the Galaxy of Teas. So I did some snooping <laughs> to find out what Lyra is. And it's a constellation, which is quite beautiful. So it's a, one of the recognised constellations in the sky. And the Lyra, um, the Lyra constellation is named as such for, well, the main, the main reason people give to, to why it's called that is um, because it is often depicted as a vulture or an eagle carrying a lyre, which is part of the an ancient Greek myth. So Orpheus, if you're familiar with the ancient Greek myth of Orpheus, he was a musician, a very, very good one. And he had a lyre, the first ever lyre made um, out of a tortoiseshell. And when he died, so obviously that was a great loss to the world musically, Zeus in all his almighty wisdom decided to get his lyre carried up to the sky, so a vulture or an eagle came down, picked up the lyre, and then he immortalised it in the sky in the form of this constellation. Um, so that is the shape that this constellation makes, is like the lyre. And it must be, it must be like, I love when there's like little crossovers from different places, and in Wales, apparently it's uh, referred to as King Arthur's Harp, this in, uh, constellation, so the legend of King Arthur. So there must be something in this constellation that makes it look like a lyre. Um, or, a, or a harp, which is quite a similar, similar string instrument. So, hello, who's back? Hello. <laughs> Jack and Dev. So I was just talking about the name Jack, T. Lyra. Oh, yeah. And it's actually named after the Lyra constellation, oh. which is pretty cool. Um, so I was like, why have you named your company after a constellation? And it's because they want to, all their T's to be seen as a constellation of T's, oh. which is really nice. Yeah, so I can't say I've, I've, we've really looked, done much stargazing, have we? No, and it's funny you actually bring that up. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Mm. It's funny that you actually bring that up, because I was just thinking that I wouldn't mind in the future, and this is not a Christmas hint, because it's a bit too late. <laughs> and uh, obviously we've got our mind on other things. But um, when we move into our next place, yes, I want a big old telescope and do some stargazing. Yeah, so like... Someone I saw online the other day, through their telescope, took a picture on their phone, through the, like, eyepiece at Jupiter, and you could see, like, the colourful rings around it. Like, oh, you could nice. actually see Jupiter properly. So, can you imagine that one evening, getting all wrapped up, cup of, cup of tea Lyra red bushel grey, looking at the Lyra <laughs> constellation? Well, isn't, uh, if my sound's gone a bit weird, it's because I'm stood up now. <laughs> um, but it, you, is it true that you've never seen a shooting star? No, I thought I had once, one night, but then we weren't convinced it actually was a shooting star. It might have just been me getting excited. So if we went out on any clear night here where we live and look up, you'll see one pretty quickly. You see them all the time. 
I haven't. <laughs> I need to. I need to have a look. I, I, I'm quite interested in all this, this star stuff. So, Because I, I had a little look into it after looking into the T. Lyra company. And the there's a star in the Lyra constellation, the Vega star, mm-hmm. which apparently is the most magnificent star next to the sun. Uh-huh. So I didn't know that. I've done some learning today, guys. I've done some educating, <laughs> which has been nice in the sleep, <laughs> sleep-addled brain of mine. Yeah. Oh, if it's a bit stop-start, guys, we're getting back into the flow of this podcasting yeah. on very, very little sleep. And very little sleep and a little person who's kicking about. Yeah, you go to say confused. a comment and then you look at the baby and you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a baby. There's a baby. <laughs> I'll look at you instead. So how long was it? This has been brewing for quite a while, the rest of it in there. Four to five minutes. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah, know if I want to well top brewed. this up. That is well breathed. I'll finish my tea before I before I top it up. But I really enjoy it. We've been trying some different Earl Greys recently. We got some Lady Grey. Yeah. The other day, which we That's could do. Lady Grey with orange zest. Yes. That's what nice. the citrus is what makes it a lady. Is apparently. It? Yeah, oh. so Earl, Earl Grey <laughs> is just bergamot oil and my, then Lady uh, ex- Grey is citrus bergamot oil. My expert teas has just taken a notch. <laughs> taken a notch off the expert. Oh yeah, your tea. Well, oh my gosh. Oh, it's been tea so master. long. Tea master. Yeah. I'm now, I don't know, what I'm the master. Squire? It's been, uh, <laughs> no, uh, tea pad one. Tea pad one. <laughs> Just you claw yourself back up again. Just to go back to the whole space thing. Yeah. Do you remember that night when we went to go watch that, like, meteorite shower in, in Will's garden? Because Ross, because yes. our friend Ross was like, you got to see this, there's going to be like hundreds of meteorites hitting the Earth's atmosphere. And we went to our friend Will's house, which was out in the countryside at the time. And he, you could have this big open look at the sky. And we all went out there and we're drinking teas and stuff under this under all wrapped up in um sleeping bags, sleeping and, bags yeah. and then we we don't see anything and it's like one in the morning or something and then we look it up and uh ross is like oh no that's in america and you have to be like on the other side of the world or something like that like yeah. it's a different time but hey we had fun it was really <laughs> fun but there was no chance of us seeing a shooting star that another another opportunity <laughs> shooting stars completely foiled yeah and it, it might have been actually been the uh oh. the complete uh, just a wrong date. Yeah. So we were like, oh, it's not even tonight. It was a re- It was one of those nights where it was a really good night, but we did not do the thing we'd set out to do. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, um, was it Halley's Comet? Yeah. That one that will only go past the Earth every like 90 years or something. Oh, wow. And it was like huge in the sky. It was like you could actually see the tail. It looked like blue, I remember. Mm. Oh. I, I was with my dad. We were in a, a pub somewhere. I can't even remember where. Someone near... near Near um, Telford, Telford and um, oh. Birmingham, and that, in the sort of middle-ish of the country, and uh, yeah, and I just remember he, my dad had just played a gig. And we were outside, and I was drinking a pint of Coke. And we looked up, and we we're like, "There it is!" And you could see it, and it was like big in the sky. It looked really cool. Kind of scary, though. Hey? This is it. We were talking about this the other day, like ancient civilizations looking at like stars and eclipses and comets mm. and shooting stars and thinking what is going on yeah whereas now it's kind of like even though we scientifically know what they are they still feel so magical yeah. don't they stars there's mm-hmm. something about it's very romantic there's everything magical about stars because mm. uh, they, they feel everything 
everything (laughs) (laughs) right well i'm gonna wrap things up i think guys this might be slightly shorter than our normal offering but we are getting back into the swing of it this is essentially a trial 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 run run. with the babe um i think it's only the only way is up. yeah i went there (laughs) i went there and sang it went there and sang it um we'll enjoy the rest of our pot of tea on pod of tea haha <laughs> and we will be back i'm going to try and get a little stockpile of episodes going so i can stick to my releasing every fortnight um schedule yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes it's mm-hmm. been an operation getting this ready today but i'm so glad i'm so glad to be back and i'm so glad to be trying teas and chatting about them with you guys so Hope you're all having a lovely, lovely day and thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. Thanks guys. Bye. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Woohoo!